accept consent for being filmed. Yes, and if you don't accept, then that creates a whole legal nightmare that nobody wants to get into. And we, oh, let's, you know what? Then let's just start with right away this podcast and the views, opinions, and ideas expressed on it are solely those of Todd Lewis and Caitlin Patrick and do not represent NASCAR, Rev TV, Avion Motorsports, uh, anyone else that we may or may not work with at any point in time in the future. Does that sort of short and sweet encompass all the relevant pieces of information to ideally avoid a lawsuit? <laughs> I One would hope, um, but yes, the... the the opinions expressed in this podcast are solely of those of mine and Todd's and no one else's. <laughs> At some point, you know, maybe we should do a formal disclaimer. Maybe we could do a little graphic that that you could read along to at the same time. Mm -hmm. I don't know, but I'm kind of liking this fun, you know, different approach that we take each week with it. Mm -hmm. Yeah, every single week it's like, short and sweet the other one we're listing every single place we've worked in the last 10 years and right and it's just you know it's it's, it's humbling it's it's down to earth <laughs> it's, it sort of satisfies the need it's okay all right i got it and we're and we're done so now mm -hmm. let's get into some really important stuff that i i'm anxious to hear about because i didn't get the full review on your food journey through San Francisco and Arizona, and you had specific missions in mind mm -hmm. of places that you wanted to stop and enjoy food. So let's let's get the full review first, because talking about food is one of my favorite things. It's one of my favorite things too, and eating food is my second is also <laughs> up there. I was about to say my second favorite thing, but it's like actually, I think eating food is probably above talking about it. Talking Weird. about your next meal while you're enjoying a meal is also a good thing. Third favorite thing. Right. <laughs> um, so my mission while I was out west was to try the some of the West Coast only burgers. Mm -hmm. So what a burger in In and Out. Never been out west, so I've never gotten to try it. Um, I had In and Out while I was in San Francisco, and I was I got the animal fries as well. There are two separate reviews. Um, in and Out as a whole, solid seven out of ten. Would Duff's go back again? pretty decent price for what you got. Um, I'll do the animal fries first. I can empathize with 19 year old Caitlin coming back from a night out clubbing and just wanting something greasy and gross. And that was the animal style fries. Right. Okay. I did not have a taste or an appetite for them completely sober on a cold, windy day in San Francisco. <laughs> um, but they were interesting. And at least I can now say I've had them and right. we'll probably not get them again. Okay. But again, you, and, and depending on the circumstances and situation, you may choose to go that route or, or you may not, but, but this is the thing that we talked about previously mm -hmm. that it's a, it's a new food. It's a different dish. It's a different location or some, something I haven't tried it before. So I want to explore and I want to give it a try. Not, oh, I haven't eaten that. I don't like that. I'm, you know, full stop, dig my heels into the ground. Experiment, go ahead. It's, it's, it's a positive to, to try something. Even if you don't like it, you can say, I tried this. I didn't care for it. Here's why. 
you have something to offer to a conversation as opposed to, yeah, I didn't eat that. Mm -hmm. That that was a big discussion this weekend at Martinsville where a lot of people are always like, oh, they go to Martinsville, you have to get the Martinsville hot dog. And so many people are like, but it's just so gross. And it's like, I'm not saying eat a Martinsville hot dog as your regular hot dog every (laughs) single weekend or even do what some of the other drivers do and eat it 20 times in a weekend. But when you go to Martinsville, it's the experience of having a Martinsville hot dog. Sure. So for me, it was the experience of getting to try the animal style fries and trying in and out. Exactly. So what a burger. What about it? What a burger I felt was more on par with McDonald's where it was, I found it was like a smashed burger. Um, The burger was really good. It was like a really good thick patty of meat. It was like super nice and greasy. Wouldn't really recommend eating it right before a hike like I did. (laughs) <laughs> but still really great. I think, I think I like it better than McDonald's. Um, but I think it's more on par with McDonald's. Whereas in and outs burger I found was more, um, was a smaller patty. It was really thin, but it was topped full with so many toppings that it actually felt really crisp and refreshing for a hamburger. So I actually that's why you think... always get the double. Yeah. And that's why oh, you get the double. interesting. Get the double. Yes. Yeah. I didn't patties. think about that. So I'll have to get the double next time I go out West, but I definitely, I think I would probably go back to In-N-Out over Whataburger. Yeah. Like the Mm In-N-Out when you're out West, it's good. I haven't been anywhere to eat because I've just been at home and doing stuff, but I haven't been anywhere to eat, but hopefully by next week, maybe I'll have visited an actual location, but I'm, I don't know. It's just been, uh, this is the frustrating part about going or eating by yourself too. I much prefer, especially if I'm cooking and I, I enjoy cooking a lot. I like to do it for people. It just, if it's for myself, it's, it's an efficient thing. It's a function that you need mm-hmm. to do to keep going and survive. But if you have friends or family, or there's a group or gathering, or if you're going out to, to a restaurant or whatever, it's great, but it's just, I, it, that's the, the fun part of it is creating something, whatever it is, if it's the simplest dish or the most complex, it doesn't matter. You're doing it so that you can share and enjoy it with others. Exactly. It's the experience of having it with those people and making the memories with your friends as you're having it. So it's like, I'm the exact same way where it's like, if I'm just having a regular dinner, I could have beans and rice for all I care. Something simple. Exactly. That's exactly right. So we've, we've kind of buried the lead six and a half minutes in now, the big announcement that we have been waiting for, for months, months. Oh, actually, I think I heard about this coming to fruition back like before Delaware. Like (laughs) I've known this for a while. It was coming but it wasn't official mm-hmm. until the actual announcement came out. But you're right. There were the first conversations of, yes, we're, we're going out east and we are going way out east. So far out east. In the NASCAR Pinty series this year, we are eastbound. Look at the beautiful view. We are headed to eastbound park for NASCAR Pinty's racing at the end of June. And oh my goodness, what a celebration it is going to be. Now, as we've talked about, there's often the local customs and the local food, the local traditions that you want to take part in. I'm thinking there's going to be a lot of cod kissing that goes on and a lot of screeching and a lot of iceberg beer drinking that takes place. I have a feeling our um, the quota of Gatorade drank, drunk <laughs> that weekend is going to be... Probably at least 
50% more than GP3R. I, I think That's it will be substantial. I think it will be substantial. <laughs> but I, I'm super excited because oh, I'm so I, pumped. I've never been to Newfoundland. I'm look. I'm looking forward to to being out there. And again, it'll be a short journey and visit because of our, our schedules and stuff. You'll mm. probably be there a little longer than I will. Mm. But I, I'm excited to go to see uh, to visit a new place to to meet some new people and and take the experience of the NASCAR Pinty Series to more fans across Canada. I'm 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 looking forward to it. I'm really excited about it. And and I think it's going to be a fun trip for everyone. Prior to ever like to this coming to fruition as a race we are doing, all I've ever heard about Newfoundland are how amazing the people are. So yes. I'm so excited to bring them Pinty's racing and bring them like, it Like it just seems like such a good fit for the two. It's, it's giving me pre-COVID GP3R vibes with like <laughs> the city just a bustling and concerts going on and holler parades and all this stuff. And not to say we're not going to have that at GP3R again, just more the merrier. Yeah, I'm just saying I love it when cities do that and towns do that for the races. It is so much fun. It, it's, it's a great expression of how, how excited you are and how enthusiastic you are about the, the circus coming to town, because that's basically what it is. And, yeah. I'm, and some, some places em, embrace it a little more than others. It depends on the track. It depends on the promoter. It depends on where you are and what else is going on and how much can and will be done in, in and around the city as well. But I find that, generally speaking, wherever we go with this traveling circus, we're, we're welcomed and it's embraced. It's every time we've gone out West, it's been terrific. I, I'm, I think the Western trip this year is going to be really a lot of fun because it's yeah. been a few years since we've been able to do it. And it's not, it's not like we're, <laughs> we're bringing the plague with us. It's like, we're, we're, we're bringing the, we're bringing fast race cars and it's a great time and come out and you get to, to walk on the track and say hello to the drivers and, 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 and get autographs and everything. This is, this is unlike any other sporting event. You don't get to do this at hockey games and mm -hmm. stuff. You get, to, you get to go right up close to it. I think that's, that's the other great appeal about this, this series that we, we get to go and be part of across Canada. That's one thing that I'm really excited that it seems to be coming back this year. And I don't know if it'll be back at every single race, but for, I'm hoping the big races, the autograph sessions, so oh, yeah. many memories are made, especially for young race fans. So many memories are made during those autograph sessions because for us, at least it's so accessible to the drivers. Mm -hmm. So it's, it's, it's wonderful. It's nothing like cup where it's like, if you happen to, if you happen to have garage tickets or you happen to like do a meet and greet or you just happen to for whatever reason see them in the campground you get that autograph it's there is a dedicated time you buy your race ticket there's a dedicated time for everyone to come out on track and meet the drivers that's about as close to the action as you can get and i i, I think it's going to be great the uh, let's mention too that the return of the honda indy toronto is coming back as well with ticket sales going on on sale this week and again another great event takes over the city of toronto mm -hmm. and the pinty series will be part of it there it's going to be all day pinties on the friday of that weekend because it's going to be practice qualifying and race all in one day which is going to be super fun mm -hmm. provided that nobody sticks it in the wall which seems to happen 
uh, on, a, on a semi-regular basis. But, but that's part of the, the heightened drama as well is, okay, did I get through this session all right? Did I get through this session okay? And now I get to race and, and really let it hang out. But we've seen great racing action there. And, and again, autograph session is part of that. You get to be part of, part of the event. So I'm, I, I think we're headed towards a really good summer in that I think we're going to have lots of people at lots of events because everybody's been kind of doing their best to stay safe, to use the expression for the last two years. So now there's the chance to, all right, I'm out, I'm going out and I'm going to go do things. And I think people are wanting to take advantage of that. And so they should. So you're going to be able to get bigger crowds and, and more enthusiastic and excited crowds because they're so happy to be back doing things and going to events again. So I'm, I'm really looking forward to it. It's going to be an amazing season. I can't wait. I was talking to some folks earlier today and I was just like, I'm like, there isn't a race on the schedule. I'm not excited for <laughs> like every single race is just big. It's like, I'm excited to go back to Chaudière. I'm excited for both CTMP races. Then you have the dirt race and ICAR and it's just every single race is going to be so unique and so interesting. And it's going to really just play into the the whole um, atmosphere of the season as it builds towards Delaware. Yes, and I, I think that's going to be a tremendous championship weekend as well because that weekend's been built up to a to a whole event for two or three or two or three days at, at Delaware mm -hmm. Speedway. But even watching Formula One this past weekend at Australia, mm -hmm. where they, they they showed up two years ago and then canceled the race as ha happened right. at a couple of other events, they didn't go back last year, and so this was the first time that they'd been there to race in in two years. And the crowd over the week is over 400,000 people. And I'm watching, this is unbelievable, the number of people. Now, are we getting 400,000 people to every event? No, because it's not feasible. But I think that's an indicator of the kind of success and excitement and joy that we can, we can look forward to with big crowds and, and getting our lives back after so long. Yeah, I'm... I know last year at GP3R, the crowds were missed dearly on the front stretch during pre-race and in the garages. And I mean, I'll yeah. say from a logistical standpoint, it's like, it's nice kind of having it a little bit quieter, but it's just, you miss that buzz of energy, especially oh, yeah. on race day. You, to you totally trade the the easier logistics mm -hmm. for, for the crowd and the excitement and the thrill and the joy of of being part of it. So did did you hear about the personal comfort and adornment jewelry difficulty discussion controversy if you will at formula one this past weekend i've i've heard inklings of it all over social media <laughs> i haven't looked into it yet because i've been busy with the newfoundland announcement but i'm i'm very intrigued by this discussion so maybe fill me in on it a little bit so it's it's was reminded or drivers were reminded that there is a strict protocol and rules for one wearing fire retardant material underwear under underneath your driving suit now it's not the most comfortable stuff in the world i will i will say so what happens is often drivers will wear their own personal gitch of choice and then put the fire retardant material over top of that, which, you know, from a comfort standpoint is better, but from a regulation standpoint goes against it. Now, 
there was a great discussion during the, I believe the qualifying show of like, well, if you're not wearing your own, then you're basically going commando. And that's the truth. Yeah. But you must wear fire retardant material when you are in a race car, because if you don't, it's a safety issue. Hmm. And I'll tell you why, because there are drivers that will sometimes wear a plain regular Mm t-shirt underneath their suits. That's frowned upon because if you get wet as you do and you perspire mm-hmm. during a race and the car gets hot, what happens to the water and perspiration that's, that's now soaked in your, in your t-shirt? It gets hot, it steams, mm-hmm. it boils, and it's a safety issue. Oh, true. So, the other, so that's why they're, they, they make these rules. The other one is the same thing with jewelry that Lewis Hamilton is, I think, most famous because he has a stud in his nose, mm-hmm. a metal stud in his nose. And he says, well, I'm not getting rid of it. And he has a, a piercing in his ears as mm-hmm. well. And he says, there's, there's, there's piercings that I have that aren't visible that are a problem. And he's like, I don't want to know too much. But again, there was that I did see it's hot. You can see the issue that might arise. I I saw one quote and I think it was between Hamilton and Verstappen. Um, But I think it was pointed at Verstappen saying like Verstappen has a nipple piercing. (laughs) (laughs) That's right. And I was just like, this is a valid TMI, (laughs) but like how much drive how much flexibility can drivers have over their own body then because it's like yes so if you want to if you want to pierce a a part of your body that's one thing Mm -hmm. but don't be wearing the the metal piercing while you're driving because it becomes a safety hazard Hmm. i'm getting pictures in my mind i'm processing this (laughs) i'm like how was it a safety hazard? Oh yeah, if it if that nipple ring gets hot, I damn. mean that could that could well that's right. And think about all of the places that people pierce their bodies. Mm-hmm. That could be troublesome. Oof. Okay, let's stop. You're imagining too many of them right now. Let's stop. Let's move on. You're you're imagining too many of them. Right? I'm just like. <laughs> I'm like, I mean, to be fair, I Max Verstappen's like the last person I would have thought had a nipple piercing. (laughs) I don't know if he actually does. Haven't actually seen it, but it's it's a it's a question. Is that people wear and even even drivers? A lot of drivers have deals with watch companies that they do not wear during the race. But you'll see at times, as soon as they get out of the car, a crew member will pass them the watch and they will put it on. And drivers have a watch sometimes uh, the, a graphic of that watch on their gloves as well as part of their, their sponsorship package. So I've never noticed that before. Things I'm, to watch I don't. For. I, think, I think I'm going to notice it everywhere now. Yes. I'm and like every single F1 race, indie, na- like every single race, I'm going to be like, oh, that guy's wearing like a watch sticker. That guy got passed a watch in victory lane. Yep, I'm not going to be able to unsee it now. Wow. <laughs> little things, you know, little things that I find amusing. But it's so the like, other... sorry, the, the element I was going to ask is it's like, how much, like, how much power do they have over their own bodies where it's like certain piercings fill very fast? Like earrings, it's like once the stud's been in there a while, like I barely use earrings and my holes are never going to go away. Like right. that's just how they are. But it's like, I know like a lot more sensitive areas and like even your nose, 
can fill very fast. So it's like, A, getting the piercing to begin with, and B, you know, what are the consequences of getting that piercing and then taking it out for a four hour race? Like, is it, could it cause damage? Could it, cause I know stuff like belly button piercings and I know, like, I'm assuming nipple piercings, you can't, like, I don't think you can ever take them out unless it's like medically necessary. So it just means that the jewelry you're wearing has to be fireproof, I guess. Mm, that's one part I didn't think about it is can you get is that possible is that possible like can is there a company out there that makes like non-metal non-plastic piercings we just discovered a new business we just discovered a new business <laughs> I don't know how big a market there is for it but there's 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 a new business opportunity like how take much it would Lewis Hamilton pay to have a fire retardant nose ring. <laughs> <laughs> That's right. See, never know. These There's the a market. There's, There's a market. I'm sure made... firefighters need it too. Yes. Well, and that's another great example. You're right. If, if you're, this is your vocation, then mm -hmm. for safety purposes, you should probably not be wearing pieces of metal that are affixed to your body as you're going into a, a hot building like that. right because this I'm is assuming a question for larry jackson that we have to have yes we'll have future. to ask larry and being like what is the protocol for piercings and, and will you show us your piercings <laughs> <laughs> oh god <laughs> but it's you know because it's not just the drivers like you said it's firefighters it's also the mm -hmm. safety crews yes at the tracks yes it's like there is a large market of people that probably have policies against wearing piercings for and jewelry for well, safety issues absolutely anyone you know working in a mechanical field or a, an mm -hmm. assembly line oh or gosh, something yeah. i mean you can't wear you know wear watches or rings and stuff uh it's it's a safety issue mm -hmm. so uh doctors nurses uh dental professionals you they they don't wear rings under their rubber gloves and stuff i don't mm -hmm. believe because nope. that's a, that's a risk of tearing them so these are it's there's a legitimate reason for this it's it, i mean it turns into a funny and silly conversation you can have a, have a few laughs with it that's great but think about the the serious implications too i mean they don't just mandate this for the good of their health it's mm -hmm. well it is for the good of their health it's for safety mm -hmm. it's like i know for a fact that doctor a lot of doctors and nurses will either pin their like wedding rings or like any rings that they have to their um to their scrubs and right. i know there's a company out there that makes like um a ring keeper necklace that you can put your rings on and just loop them on and without having to take it off and stuff um i also know that chefs can't wear them as well oh, of course yeah so it's That's like another one i'm trying to think of other ones that that can't wear any jewelry or even have like fake nails and stuff as well um but yeah there's a huge market for it <laughs> that's right see this is the, the these are the kinds of the things that we're going to think of that's uh, great I mean, racing I, I, sponsor i don't i don't know how I, I again i don't know how large the market is for fireproof no studs or, mm -hmm. or earrings right but you know maybe there is there is the potential uh, opportunity right because like what material would be fireproof glass carbon fiber carbon fiber is fireproof I don't know. I'm asking the question. I don't know. It doesn't really burn, but it's, it's, it, has, it has an incredible amount of strength. So yeah, mm. there's, these, 
these are these are the uh, these are the questions that these I are the know. questions. <laughs> well, okay. if anyone knows the answer to this, please let please. us know. Hit us up we're very our, curious. Hit us up on our social channels oh, for yes. the answers to fireproof materials that can be made into uh, jewelry. That yes, that you can because wear. It, doesn't, it doesn't really affect me because I, I don't wear rings or uh, I, I will wear a mm -hmm. watch occasionally, but that's that's about it. So I don't either. This is my watch. It's Fitbit. So and I barely wear necklaces or earrings or anything. So it's like it's never been something I would even begin to think of but it makes a lot of sense. Okay, one more quick one before we wrap up this edition. Mm -hmm. The fight on pit road at the Xfinity mm -hmm. race at Martinsville. Who's in the right? Who's in the wrong? Should it have happened? Should drivers be punished rather than just having a talking to after such incidents occurred? Do they get blown up out of proportion? Yes. <laughs> Everybody gets all giggly like they're seven years old and in school again about something silly that's happening, so. I don't know. It just, it seems that there's got to be a better way to address this going forward. I, d I definitely think so because it's, it sets, a, it sets a precedence of like, it's okay. And it's like, you know, if you had an issue with a coworker and you worked in a McDonald's, you wouldn't tell them to meet you out back after work and do that. Like that, that is, assault yeah so it's like is it okay in nascar because it's a sport and you look at other sports like like i'm 99 sure it's not okay in baseball no not or basketball don't think it's yeah. okay in football either and it's penalized in hockey too but mm. in in those sports basketball football uh baseball if you fight you get thrown out and is this something that needs to be looked at in terms of nascar and racing we've seen drivers who will have conversations sometimes heated at times on pit road mm -hmm. and if you kind of give someone a little shove or you grab them i can i can understand adrenaline heat of the moment and mm -hmm. what you're doing but as soon as a punch flies that's it you're done over yeah out. And if it's at the end of a race, well, then your penalty kicks in for the next event. Right. What do you think that penalty should be? I don't know. I think you got to, you almost got to deal with it on a case by case basis, but there should be a penalty of some sort. And, you know, finding someone uh, an amount of money, unless it's got a lot of zeros in it, I think has absolutely zero effect. Right. But so I it'd think have to there be has points. to be, I think there has to be a substantial penalty for it. Mm -hmm. I think so as well, because it's, it sets a precedent of like NASCAR is still grassroots racing and rough and tough and all this stuff. And you don't see, you very, I don't, when was the last time we saw like a fight in F1? Oh, can't remember. Exactly. Does I'm, I'm not as familiar with IndyCar either. Does IndyCar have like regular fights like that? No, no, but it, so, it shouldn't happen at any racetrack, whether mm -hmm. it's a, a local Saturday night show whether it's the highest levels touring series of NASCAR, Formula One, IndyCar, uh, IMSA, sports cars, and you know, there's, you know, if you fight, you're done. Mm -hmm. And there's got to be a penalty for that. I agree with that because it, you see a lot of younger drivers coming up through the ranks and it's like, you, you don't want to set the precedent that that's okay. That's an okay way to take your anger out in any aspect. Right. 
Cause it's like, and it's not healthy regardless. Whatever the circumstance fighting about it physically is not the answer. Agreed. That's a good way to end. That's a great way to end. Oh boy. <laughs> well, thank you all for tuning in and listening. Um, we'll, I'm sure the next couple of weeks, within the next couple of weeks, we'll have some very exciting announcements and stuff coming out in the Pinties world as well. I am off to Bristol this week. Oh yeah, that's right. You're going to uh, Bristol to uh, enjoy the dirt race and, and uh, also make a little news, I suspect. Oh, probably. Who knows? Good. Pinties Dirt Race, go to support our good sponsors, Pinties. We love them. Um, so it'll be fun. I've never been to Bristol, so I'm very excited and it's a night race so and i'll be hopping over to charlotte after as well just for just to hang out in good old nascar hometown good stuff well you enjoy mm -hmm. the trip to bristol super fun place uh good southern food in tennessee you'll be able to uh eat and enjoy a few things so what what does one recommend i must get in tennessee besides uh, jack daniels barbecue you'll be able to get some good barbecue in tennessee so that's a good place to start. So excellent. Okay. Enjoy it. Uh, I'm you. going to enjoy a little more time in the sunshine uh, yes. before my next uh, journey, but uh, we'll reconvene again soon and uh, do another one of these uh, racing out podcasts. This is super fun. I'm really enjoying this. Project. Oh yeah. It's been a ton of fun. Love our little chats each week and hopefully we'll get some guests on soon so we can chat it up with them and see what their lives are all about. So Thank you all for listening. Make sure to like and subscribe anywhere you find your podcasts and follow us on our social media channels, Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, wherever we basically are. Um, and tune in next time. Bye.